Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, and creating your dream studio with educator, owner of Dance Energy Studios, and business coach, Claire O'Shea. You are now listening to the Fall into February series, where the episodes in the month of February are dedicated to providing the best tips and tricks to help you rekindle that fire within you, explore the realms of self-care as a business owner, and fall back in love with your studio. We will also be releasing weekly videos on our Facebook page at Claire O'Shea Coaching, where you will find extra special nuggets of important information related to this month's series. Now, here's your host, Claire O'Shea. Hi everyone, my name is Claire O'Shea and welcome to our fourth and final episode of our Fall into February series. If you have listened to all of our February episodes so far, I want to give you a big kudos. For those who haven't, I highly suggest you listen to the others next when you have time as they have lots of useful tips and tricks all related to falling back in love with your studio in February and in the future. But let's get started on today's episode, which is all about sharing the love. So when it comes to being the business owner, we sometimes get caught up in the running of day-to-day things, organizing and delegating tasks, coming up with new ideas for the studio or even teaching classes ourselves. But our studios or businesses of dance at the end of the day are a business, yes, but they are also a community. A community of individuals dedicated to creating a positive, safe and fun place for dance education. And in order for this atmosphere to take place, everyone must come together as a team and community to facilitate the best experience possible for both students teachers, as well as the parents of our students. Today, I want to go over my top tips on how to bring together your studio family and form a community. So let's get started. Tip number one is all about communication. Having good communication is so important when running any business, but especially for a business to be shaped into a community. A great place to start is with something as easy as emails. To start with, having a newsletter is really great for keeping your studio family up to date with all of the latest features of your studio, class changes, announcements, as well as event information. It keeps all of the parents in a loop with what is happening, giving them a sense of the experiences their child is having, providing them with a sense of comfort. Now, you can also extend this to those in the community who may not currently attend your studio, but have participated in a workshop, maybe took a class in the past, or even just inquired but never booked a trial. It can be super beneficial to keep everyone who has ever been in touch with your studio in the loop as much as possible. Now, this is you extending your arm to a wider audience and pulling the community in closer so that your studio is not forgotten by anyone. And I can guarantee when someone next, you know, asks about a studio recommendation or is thinking about joining a class, you will be front of mind. And you can set these emails up in MailChimp or any email hosting site of your choice, which can be automated and sent out to all of those people within a certain list at once, which will save you and your team a heap of time. Another great way to stay in touch is to create a private studio Facebook group. This will ensure you can communicate directly with your families and messages are more likely to get to those people that you need it to get to. Tip number two is bring a parent or friend week and it may seem simple and we have talked about it in the past but having a member of your community who isn't a member of your studio drop in for a visit can be very beneficial as it gives others a sneak peek of what it is like in your studio. 
Having a parent or guardian of a child watch their children, not just in concert, but in a class, instills a feeling within them which confirms their choice for having their child participate in your studio. They can see all of the amazing work their child is doing, how far they've progressed, as well as how the values of the studio are benefiting their child and their specific needs. Over the last few years, we have made a transition to Parent Participation Week also, where parents that come to watch are required to get up and participate with their child for a portion of the class. Now, not every parent attends, but we ensure all kids have a partner no matter what. And we find it's a really great icebreaker, a great bonding experience for the students and parents, and we feel like they have a better understanding of how difficult the steps are that we are teaching their little ones. With Bring a Friend Week, as we know, this friend can actually participate in the class, which can help them to feel included in their other friends' activities and passions, as well as the studio itself. This can in turn generate more enrollments and brings the community even closer together as you widen your studio family. Tip number three is hosting a free workshop. Now this can vary for everyone based on where they are within their studio, but hosting a workshop either during the holidays or at the end or beginning of a term, or even when you're first opening your studio can not only increase more signups, but attract those that may not even have thought about taking a dance class before. After all, people hear the word free, they tend to get kind of excited. Another great option is to host a workshop in a local school, town hall, or for a special event to show your community your presence in your local area. This can give others a sense of your values, why dance education is important in child development, and show that you care about helping the quality of lives in others where you live. And just a little tip, if you generally only want a class of 15 and you try and sell tickets on something like, and by sell, you know, put that in quotation marks, on try booking or Eventbrite, etc., I would recommend selling between 20 to 25 tickets, you know, that sort of ratio, as unfortunately with any free event comes a few no-shows, but in general, everyone is pretty good. And this also can be a great opportunity to get siblings, relatives, and other friends involved to experience all the wonderful things your studio has to offer. Tip number four is integrating your studio family into your social media. Being consistent with your social media posting is another great way to keep your studio family in the loop and keep them on their toes with all of the amazing content you are generating. This can be as simple as posting on your studio's Instagram stories what happens in one of your classes that day or a routine or some behind the scenes fun videos. This gets others excited about what is happening at your studio and also gives your students a chance to share posts around as well. Another option is to integrate teacher and student features or spotlights on your website and blog, which can again be shared on Instagram as well as Facebook. This gives the student or teacher extra confidence with all the hard work they have done in the studio, as well as make them feel more included and valued as a studio and community member. This can even extend in posting testimonials on your website, from your Facebook page, or emails from parents. And having these kind words with the name of the parent on your website ensures that others who visit your website know you have personally enriched the lives of others, giving them that little extra boost or incentive to sign up their own child. Now, my last tip for today is all about hosting a picnic, a party, or a parent night. And each term, we make it a focus and priority to host at least one free event for our students that could include a disco, a movie night, a games afternoon, a Halloween party, depending on the time of the year, obviously, and the list goes on. We also need to keep in mind that we shouldn't forget the parents and something fun like a wine and cheese social evening or a trivia night or even a themed dress up event is a great way for parents to let their hair down, socialize with other members of the studio and fall in love with your studio and 
all of the experiences you have to offer. And if you're anything like me, that sounds super fun and I would love to go and join in myself. So those were my top five tips on how to share the love with your dance studio community. It is so important that everyone who comes into contact, attends or teaches at the studio feels valued and included in the community which you've created from your business and love of dance. Even by applying these easy steps, you can ensure your community will generate positive feedback, more signups and referrals for your studio, which gives others a sense of trust when looking for the classes or services that your studio provides. I hope that you enjoyed my fall into February series and I'm excited to share with you my last video for the series released this Wednesday on my Facebook page at Clarice Coaching, where I'll be discussing more in depth the importance of community within your studio. Remember to also sign up to receive your free Fall in Love freebie booklet, which is now available at www.businessofdance.net forward slash fall in love freebie, which includes special worksheets, templates, and extra tips and tricks, which will help you fall back in love with your studio all over again. Thank you so much for following my February series, and I look forward to talking to you all very soon. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.